What the fuck is up? This is the Constant State of Annoyance podcast, and I am your host, George Blaha. And the reason why I do this podcast is because I'm a wannabe stand-up comic. All my material's in English. And the reason why I specify that is because I live in a Spanish-speaking country, Puerto Rico. And, well, you know, when you do comedy in a in basically a foreign language, you know, despite the fact that all Puerto Ricans take 12 years of English, you know, from first grade. And I think you take English in kindergarten, so that's 13 years, you know, all the way to your senior year of high school. You know, you think people would have more knowledge in the English language, but no, no, that's, that's not the case. <laughs> I mean, yes and no. Let's just keep it at that. Yes and no. Anyways, so... I was looking up the whole, like, donating sperm thing, you know, I just, I went through that rabbit hole, which, by the way, that's really narcissistic of myself, <laughs> like, the fact that, that I'm thinking, you know what, the world would be much better with a bunch of me's around, dude, like, I have amazing genes, dude, I mean, I've never had my DNA analyzed or anything. Like, I don't know. Like, I've never put my DNA through, like, Ancestry.com to see, like, this horrible hybrid mix that I have going on inside. Because my mom, my mom's Puerto Rican, and my, my dad's parents, I think his dad is from Czechoslovakia, and my dad's mom, my grandmother, is Polish. So that's just, I have too much going around inside of me, man. That's a, I'm just a, I'm a bag of surprises, dude. I'm really afraid to have a kid because I have no idea how it's going to end up looking like, man. No idea. But yeah, dude, that's like really narcissistic to like, <laughs> be like, I could donate my sperm. So then you like Google it and then you see that. That you can make money off donating your sperm and you're like, of course, of course you would pay top dollar for this nice, hot, elite goop that's being massively produced in my testicles. Of course you would pay me for that, which by the way, you could make up to a thousand dollars a month just jerking off into a cup, which is pretty impressive. I always thought it was like $100 a week, you know, $400 a month or something like that. $100 a week, $400 a month is the same thing. Anyways, <laughs> that's why I only have an associate's degree. Anyways, so yeah, I was I was looking that up and I came upon this website. Let me let me pull it up here. The website is called uh, what's well, the website of this company called NW Cryobank. And the O in cryo has a little sperm swimming into an egg, which I don't know how necessary that was, but I guess you don't want people thinking, why is there a bank where a cry bank? Do you donate your tears? Ha ha ha. But again, I mean, if you really have to put it that on the nose, you know, again, you don't want dumb people donating sperm. I think that's the last thing we would all want. <laughs> Really. So I'm on this website and I'm I was just looking up the specifications. And there's a lot of lot of interesting things, man. I read a lot of things that I didn't know. Like, okay, here it is. So to qualify, you have to be at least five foot ten. So 
I guess that's why there's no sperm banks in Puerto Rico, man. Like, the average height in Puerto Rico, I think it's like 5'8", you know, 5'7". We're not, like, a six-foot-tall person is considered tall, man. That person is bullied for being six-foot-tall, dude. <laughs> I have a six-foot-two friend. I don't know. I'm not sure how, how tall he is, but... We all make fun of him, man, and he's like the average American height. So I guess that's why there's in sperm banks in fucking Puerto Rico. You have to be the age between 18 and 35 because, of course, you don't want that, like, old, tired sperm. Like, while it's swimming towards the egg, it stops midway to catch its breath. And then when it's, like, one-fourth of the way, it's just wheezing its way towards the egg. <laughs> just tired, tired sperm, dude. And this surprised me. It makes sense, but somehow it surprised me. You have to have a post-secondary education, which is college, a vocation, or, or a technical degree, dude. Like, what the fuck, man? I mean, in a way, it makes sense. Again, you don't want... But, you know, college and all of that, that doesn't really determine if you're smart or not, but I guess it's a way for them to not do an IQ test on you, I guess. Or I'm not sure if laziness runs in the DNA. You know, you could be smart and like, I was just too lazy for college. I know people like that. So I guess, I don't know. But the good thing with this is that you know, you could jerk your way off your student loans, man. With fucking sperm donation, you could jerk your way off your student loans. That's fucking amazing. Let's see what else. And then it says here, we need donors with all types of racial and ethnic backgrounds. Okay, keeping it diverse. Keeping it diverse, I like that. I wonder if they have like a sperm product that like they take 25 nationalities like small samples of sperms from like different types of nationalities and they pour it into like one cup and then they shake it a little so it's like a box of surprises and you could buy that one off a discount like you never know what you're going to get it's like those Funko Pop figures and they had those like Funko Pops that that you bought them without knowing which one you were going to get. It was just like a random Funko Pop or something like that. But in the sperm donating world, that would be cool. <laughs> you know, like if you're really, you just, you just don't know what race you want your child to be. Because again, I guess when it comes to spying sperm, you have a million options, man. It's like when you first open your Netflix account and you just don't know what to watch. Well, I guess it's the same thing. You're like, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know what I want my child to be like. So I think that's that would be a good alternative. They sell that one to you on a discount. That would be fucking cool. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's funny because they say that they want to keep it like diverse and they want every, you know, all types of ethnic groups, but like including the Irish. <laughs> Dude, I, I read an article that Irish men are considered the ugliest in the world. Right? Again, all this, I guess it's subjective, but there has to be like a race that's objectively ugly, right? Is that a racist statement? I mean, I'm not I'm not specifying which race it is. I just think there has to be, right? I don't know. I mean, again, there's there's beautiful people in every race, so I don't know. I say the word I don't know a lot. 
God damn, I always do this. I always start making a statement like I'm I'm a little self-righteous. I'm not I'm not 100% self-righteous. I'm not sure if the level of self-righteousness that I have is healthy because I normally just back down my initial statements always and I always end them with I don't know. <laughs> it's funny because there is an article that says that about, you know, Irish men, but there's no way, man. That someone would write an article like, oh, Guatemalan women are considered the ugliest in the world. There's no way an article like that would exist, man. Dude, you know all the complaints, you know, a new hashtag, a new movement would start. Hashtag Guatemalan beauty or whatever. God, that would be so annoying, man. Why is there an article like that about men and not one about women? I want to know which women are considered the ugliest. Why not? So then Irish men would think that it would be a bad idea to pair up with Guatemalans or whatever race has the ugliest women or whatever. (laughs) Anyways, after that unnecessary rant, another qualification, you know how to qualify to donate sperm is you can't use tobacco products or marijuana. So if you're a six foot coke fiend, You're good, man. You could donate sperm like crazy. (laughs) The tobacco products, I guess. I'm not sure if weed, like, slows down your sperms or something. Like, if that's the case, I get it, you know. But then again, I I guess you don't want anyone... If you're buying sperm, you don't want anyone... You don't want that person to be using drugs, I guess. Or, like, maybe, yeah, maybe marijuana slows down your spermazoids, man. Like, your spermicoids start thinking, you know what? Like, we should enjoy the journey, not the destination. And then while those spermicoids are inside you, instead of just, like, marathon running, you know, marathon swimming towards the egg, they're just, like, playing tag with each other. They're playing patty cake with their tails, you know? They're just floating around, pontificating about life. (laughs) I guess. I guess. And then there's apparently there's benefits to donate sperm. Not only the possible $1,000 that you can make, which by the way, dude, do you know how much it must suck for you to depend on those like $1,000 of donating sperm to be able to make ends meet? That has to suck so hard, man. Because you're so poor that you can't even touch yourself on your own time that's fucking insane man <laughs> so yeah there's benefits to donating sperm you get a semen analysis you get a complete medical physical you get an std testing you get a drug screening which i've never seen anyone excited about getting a drug screening that's not a benefit the fuck are you talking about you get a routine um, disease testing, that's pretty cool. And you get testing for genetic diseases as indicated. That is so cool. I didn't have to read the part as indicated. <laughs> By the way, when I said the whole cryobank thing, I was thinking, how much does a tear weight? And, you know, because before I do this episode, I like to, like, write an outline of what I want to say. Because, as you can hear, I go on a lot of random tangents. So, I need to, like, structure what I'm going to say. And I was going to say something about, like, how much a tear weighted. And I googled it. And I didn't find how much a tear weights. Because then I was thinking, dude, do you think that boxers, before they go into a weigh-in, 
obviously they work out and like sweat out all that water weight, but do you think that they also like cry it out? They like pick their nose and they like take out their earwax because, you know, every little bit counts, you know, to be able to reach the weight that you want to get to, to be able to fight. That was what I was wondering, like would crying, picking your nose and taking out your earwax help you in a weigh-in? And I couldn't find that. But what I did find was a series of the weirdest fucking questions that I have ever fucking seen, man. I'm, I don't even, I don't even know, dude. I don't even fucking know. There's this one question, and one of them was, which football team counts Osama Bin Laden as a supporter? And then the answer is, Osama Bin Laden is an Arsenal fan. He was observed at Arsenal games in the 90s. Whoa, man. Oh, wait, I found it. How much is a tier weight? Holy shit, I thought... Damn, I gotta really read... Like, read through things and stop skimming. Holy shit. Okay, how much is a... Could you believe that? After the question of Osama Bin Laden, under it is the question about how much a tier weighs. I'm telling you, man. How much a tier weighs? A tier weighs 0.025 grams. To shed three stone, you'd have to cry... 760,000 tears. What in the fuck, man? Crying for an hour, you'd need to shed 211 tears a second. There, there. (laughs) That's insane. And then I saw this question. This question blew my mind because I don't know. I don't, I just want to know the context under why this question was asked. And the question is, which swims faster? A three-legged dog or a blind horse? What in the fuck, man? First off, before giving the answer, this question was obviously asked in an empty bar on a Monday, okay? A bunch of drunks or, you know, semi-buzzed bros were just, you know, bored. And I'm telling you, when this question was asked, I'm telling you, there was money involved. And the answer is a blind horse. Guiding itself by scent alone at up to 30 miles per hour swims faster than a three-legged dog. What in the fucking balls, dude? (laughs) I love questions like that, man. I fucking love questions like that. I I just love those fucking hypothetical questions that... The answer may be out there, but it's it's kind of difficult to look it up. Like the other day I was asking, let's say I want you to imagine the smartest whale in the world, man, right? And that whale's in captivity. Well, if it was in captivity, it's not the smartest whale in the world. But let's just imagine that somehow we capture the smartest whale in the world, right? And that whale enjoys watching movies for whatever fucking reason this whale enjoys watching movies it could it could identify characters it could follow a storyline right and then one day someone decides to show this whale scarface right and the whale just loves it and then the whale gets into the idea of doing cocaine let's say that the whale wants to try coke right The whale is pumped because in Scarface, cocaine looks like a lot of fun. The whale doesn't know what's happening, you know, outside the water. It doesn't know (laughs) how bad drugs are for you. It's just a whale. It's as smart as it could get. It could follow a storyline, right? So 
uh, I mean, that's smart enough. So this whale wants to try cocaine, right? Where would the whale do the coke? Would the whale do cocaine through its blowhole? Is that how a whale would do cocaine? Like, would we have to put, like, a big pile, like, on the floor? The whale would have to, like, jump off, fall on its back, inhale. Would it be able to inhale out of water? I don't fucking know. Like, rub itself against the cocaine that's on the ground like a dog that you just bathed and then it runs out to the grass. It turns upside down and starts rubbing on the grass. Well, that's the motion that this whale is going to be doing, right, on top of this cocaine while inhaling. Like, is that how a whale would do coke? (laughs) That's my question. I love those hypothetical questions. That one's a little out there, though. That one's a little out there. But there's a game I like to play with my friends. There is this game. Um, whenever, you know, we're out and the conversation's dying out, I love to whip out Tinder, dude. I love to whip out Tinder because there are a lot of attractive women on Tinder. Overly attractive women on Tinder. And, you know, I like looking at pictures, making fun of, you know, women's bios. It's fun. It's a fun thing to do, you know, with, with a group of dudes that, that are drinking. It's a fun thing. And I I like to play this game called Would You Fuck Her If? It's pretty self-explanatory, right? So what I do is when we all agree on a certain Tinder profile, like this chick is gorgeous. We all agree, like, amazing, right? That's when I like to put in motion the game Would You Fuck Her If? And the game is basically just me asking... Very outrageous questions to like test the boundaries of my friends or sometimes gross them out or just just see what what they're going to answer. You never know. Like for example, I want you, okay, first off, I want all of you to think of a really hot chick or look at a picture right now of a really, really hot chick. Like someone you're very much attracted to, very much attracted to, okay? Now, when you get that, I want you to answer this question. Would you fuck that person if their only condition to have like intercourse with them is for them to have their both fingers inside your nose at all times? Like the second your dick enters her vagina, that's the second her finger enters your nose. Would you fuck her if that was her condition? Let me answer this one. I don't know. (laughs) I honestly, I guess I would do one finger, but not both, man. Not fucking both. I don't want to be a mouth breather throughout all this process. Nah, no thanks, man. I would do one finger. (laughs) The other question, I wrote a couple down here. Would you fuck her if, if she, if her condition for you, you know, to fuck her is that you shave all your body hairs, I mean all of them, including your eyebrows and your eyelashes. I would not do that one, man. <laughs> oh, and the reason why she wants to do this is because when she fucks someone, she wants to see them for who they really are. That's some deep shit, man, but I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. I don't know. I think it's the eyelashes that creep me out, man. I just, I just, oh, I remember one time, I was like, 
I was like in sixth grade, maybe fifth grade, and I remember I was watching a play, right? We went on a we went on a school field trip, and we were watching a play, and next to me was this fucking kid, right? And he's like self grooming. He's like taking out his eyebrow hairs. He's plucking them with his fingers, right? The hairs in the middle, and he, he shows me the hairs, and I'm like, okay. I mean. You know, if, if you're bored, right, I guess that's a productive thing to do, you know, self-groom. But then he's he shows me the hairs and then he goes, watch this. And then he plucks his eyelashes, like two or three of them. And I'm like, oh, just wow. And the thing is, I couldn't change seats because we were in the middle of the fucking play. And this weirdo's just plucking throughout the whole play, man. Throughout the whole play. It was the weirdest fucking thing. And it's just... I've, I've always had a thing with like... My eyes. Like I'm not easily grossed out. But if something involves my eyes or my eyelashes... Just that area man. That that always creeps me out. It really does. Like if, I, if, like if I'm watching a movie and someone injects a needle... In someone's eyes... I, that, that just... I can't watch that man. That's like the only thing. Well, maybe not the only thing. Obviously, there are extreme cases. But yeah. Let's get back to another would you fuck her if question. Would you fuck her if... Now, this one's depraved as fuck, so get ready. Would you fuck her if her condition to fuck... Like, the only the only condition that she would fuck under is while you are watching her birthing video while she's jumping on your dick. <laughs> sick as fuck (laughs) I wrote that down and I'm like I'm not sure if I'm going to say this but I thought you know no one's listening to this (laughs) although I do have a couple of cousins who are listening to this I don't know how they're going to feel about this but (laughs) would you fuck her if that was the condition because because she wants you to just just see when she was blooming out of life so then after you come, you have permission to look at her, and she's like, and this is who I am now. It's like some modern art type of fuck. That's what it is. She's like, a, she's an art student. Maybe, okay, <laughs> maybe she's an art student, and the reason she's doing that is because that's like her final paper. <laughs> I don't know what art students do. I'm not, I don't, I'm not gonna shit on art students, man, because I respect them for like, Going against the whole, like, dude, you're picking a useless degree and you're like, fuck this. That's my passion, man. That's my passion. And although I don't know if you should study art, I think it's depending, you know, what art you're doing. But I think when it comes to art, you should just do it, man. And you should just experiment and just try different tools. But I don't know. I've never been to art school, so I can't really judge. Anyways... Um, I have a segment on this podcast that's not as depraved as that last one, and um, it's where I say an inspirational quote. I love inspirational quotes. Inspirational quotes really help me through my week, man. They honestly do. And the inspirational quote of the week is, this one is for my more religious listeners out there, if there are any. The quote is, God has more in store for you. Than you can ever imagine. And this is, I guess, you know, if, you, if you're a believer, this is a beautiful quote. But I've been having a shitty week. And that sounds like a fucking threat. 
Anyways, <laughs> that's the podcast. I hope you motherfuckers enjoyed it. Whoever's listening, man, like my Facebook page, like my Instagram page. All that information is in the description. And I want to make myself more available to you guys. So if you guys want to tell me what annoys you, I would love to hear what annoys my listeners. You can just send me a message through my Facebook page, through my Constant State of Annoyance podcast Facebook page. And if you have a really good, juicy, would you fuck her if, dude, send that to me too. I would love to read that shit, man. I would really love to hear what you guys are thinking. Anyways, that's the podcast, man. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. Everybody who is listening to the whole thing for whatever reason. I know there's a bunch of funner content out there, but if you're listening to this because you enjoy it, you're a family member or you're my friend and you want to support me, dude, whoever is just finishing these episodes, thank you very much. And if you're not a family or friend, I would love to hear how did you find this podcast because I've been getting a lot of listens, and I don't know if they're bots. (laughs) Like, in my head, no one's listening to this. Like, how are they finding it? So if you found it somehow, and, and you've listened to this episode completely, tell me what you think, and tell me how you found it. I would really like to hear it. So thank you very much, guys. I'll keep you guys posted, and peace the fuck out.